Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about Michigan. We're going to talk about the Michigan primary, uh, Biden edition. We'll do Trump later. Because uh, to me, the, the implications from the Democratic primary, far more interesting. Far more interesting. Okay, so what happened? Biden won. Big surprise. That was never in doubt. He got about 80% of the vote. Given the situation, good numbers, good enough. Out of the remainder, about 5% was split between Williamson and Phillips. It's important to note that not everything is done being counted, and these numbers can fluctuate a little bit. Uh, the remaining 15% uncommitted. Uncommitted. The uncommitted voting block, the overwhelming majority of those voters, voted that way to message to the administration, to message to Biden and express their displeasure with how the administration is handling Gaza. That's what it's about, 15%. The people behind this movement, they set a goal of 10,000 votes. And I did a video. I was like, 10,000 votes isn't going to cut it. They're not going to pick up the phone for 10,000 votes. That is not going to matter. You need twice that. So they blew past 10,000 votes. Then they blew past 20,000 votes. They're north of 30,000 votes, and they're not done counting. They won. The uncommitted movement was successful. Biden, the Biden campaign, the Biden administration, will pick up the phone. And I feel like there may be some people who are kind of key figures in that movement, they're going to wish they didn't win. Because now they're going through the looking glass. They have achieved political capital. They have achieved power. Now how are you going to wield it? That's the question. The numbers that were put up, that, uh, that will get the administration, it will get the campaign to pick up the phone. But that doesn't mean that they're going to get what they asked for. Slogans, they get used to motivate people for a movement like this. They are useful because they motivate people. And they set a goal. They set an expectation. And, and they, they unify people around something. The reality is that... The unifying goal, ceasefire now. That's not something the Biden administration can provide, not realistically. But they still have that political capital that can be used in other ways to mitigate, to help a whole lot of people. And there will be people that will have to make those decisions. I do not envy them. Because they are about to be at that intersection of ideology and political reality. And it is a dangerous intersection. There's a reason the, uh, that saying, the most radical revolutionary becomes a conservative the day after the rebellion. There's a reason that saying exists. And... 
the movement behind this. They won. They put up the numbers. They put up more than they needed to get the campaign to pick up the phone. But now they have to deal with the realities of being in the big game. Um, so the reason I'm saying this and the reason I think it's, it's important to note this ahead of time is that if the, uh, if the goals that were outlined by this movement aren't met, that doesn't mean that it failed. It achieved political capital. It definitely got them to pick up the phone. That political capital is probably going to be used to help a whole lot of people. But the odds of it getting the slogan that motivated everybody is pretty slim. Pretty slim. And I, I would not want to be... <laughs> I wouldn't want to be one of the people that's making the call. Because they are in a very, very tough position. It's important to remember that this was about messaging. It was about getting them to acknowledge and hearing out that viewpoint and getting some kind of action. All that's going to be achieved. The ultimate goal? Probably not. Probably not. Um, so, if you were somebody who put a lot of time and energy into this, you won. Even if it doesn't seem like it later. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.